we've successfully achieved the BS18477 for seven years, so it just seemed like a natural progression for us as a business to continue to challenge ourselves to provide an inclusive and fair service to our vulnerable customers. You are listening to Inclusive Service Kite Mark, a series from The Standard Show, the podcast that brings you the stories behind the standards. We tend to first come in contact with them when they have um, power cuts. We know that when they're at the most vulnerable. Um, so we always make sure that our contact centre staff and our frontline engineers have got the right training and they've got the right understanding around vulnerability, but also they've got the passion there to make sure that they are looking after those customers when they need it most. Hello, this is Matthew Childs and welcome to Inclusive Service Kite Mark, a series from The Standard Show, a series which showcases the experiences of organisations who have achieved this particular kite mark. Now, we can all become vulnerable at any time. This can be through disability, ill health, financial hardship or life events such as relationship breakdown. But with the right practices in place, being in a vulnerable situation doesn't mean it has to be more difficult to make smart and informed choices. So to help consumers have confidence in services when they need them most, and to allow organisations to demonstrate their best inclusive service practices, BSI created the Inclusive Service Kitemark Scheme. The scheme combines the best practice from the international standard ISO 22458 for consumer vulnerability and the requirements of some of the UK's leading regulatory bodies. It's all about helping organisations to do the right thing when it comes to inclusive service. The BSI Kite Mark has been informing the decision-making of consumers and organisations for over 100 years. It's recognised as a symbol of quality, safety and trust. Kite Mark certification means that a claim about a product or a service has been independently and repeatedly tested by experts. In this series, you'll hear organisations describe some of the improvements they made to the way they do things in order to achieve the inclusive service Kite Mark what achieving the kite mark has meant to them in terms of delivering positive outcomes for consumers, and the advice they would give to other organisations looking to start their own journeys to achieve this kite mark. This episode of the series is about the experiences of Scottish and Southern Electricity Networks. They are the Electricity Distribution Network Operator, or DNO, responsible for delivering power to over 3.8 million homes and businesses across central southern England and the north of Scotland. And the voices you heard at the top of the episode were those of Louise Jones and Emma Merritt, speaking to me at an event celebrating SSEN as one of the first organisations to achieve the Inclusive Service Kite Mark, all about their motivations for wanting to achieve it and their overall approach to consumer vulnerability. Now, a reminder that you can subscribe to The Standard Show wherever you get your podcasts. And you can find and follow us on social media too. All of the details are in the show notes. And the show notes is also where you can find links to more information about The Kite Mark and other content featured in this episode. So after the Kite Mark celebration event, I caught up with Louise to talk more about the importance of The Kite Mark for SSEN. But I started by asking her how they celebrated their success. I'm based in the the contact centre so we've got all the telephony staff so I'm in Perth and we've got the contact centre in Perth that went through the audits and then our contact centre in Portsmouth so for us we really wanted to get the certificate back to show that we've done it get it on the wall be proud we've had lots of conversations about it 
I'd love to say that we had a big company party, but sadly, no. Um, but we've had a lot of good conversations within the office um, and celebrating the success because there's a lot of hard work the teams do every day that you just take for granted as your role. But but it's more than that. It's trying to give the best service possible for customers. So we just continue to celebrate it and also not get too relaxed that because you've got it, that's you. It's continuous work. So celebrate, keep the conversations going it's like, probably the big thing for us well it's fantastic to hear that you did eventually or you are celebrating continuing to celebrate what you yeah. what you did in terms of the cut mark now in terms of the cut mark scheme itself i just want to sort of ask you to scroll back really how easy did you find it following the cut mark scheme and assessing it against your own organization's processes um for for myself i didn't find it too bad. It is quite daunting the first time you you look at the scheme and you look at all the different requirements. Um, personally, we had been involved in the BS one eight four seven seven before, so we had a bit of. We've done a lot of planning over the years to know the points and criteria that we needed to hit for that um, that kite mark. So it was using that same methodology going into the ISO and really reviewing and taking the time to see what more that we need to do to to achieve this brand new pilot and get involved in it. Now, obviously, standards and kite marks are all about doing things better, all about improving things, really. So can I ask you, what, what improvements did you make as an organisation to help you achieve the kite mark? Yeah, so for us, we really wanted to review our processes that our teams use day-to-day, um, our work instructions, and really make sure that the messages and what we needed to do was strong and it was also easy for our staff to follow. Where there's always been reference to what we need to do. We just really wanted to take that time to ensure that it was much stronger and clearer for our teams to deliver this service to our customers. So, for example, we really looked at our planned supply interruption process, a process that um, we have been continually improving over the years, but we wanted to ensure for our vulnerable customers that it was much clearer for the teams following it of the requirements and what the expectations was on them to deliver service to our vulnerable customers. Now, you mentioned, Louisa, about customers. Obviously, it's really, really important that you're providing uh, a fantastic service to vulnerable uh, customers. I just wonder how has achieving this particular kite mark brought you the confidence as an organisation that you really are achieving positive outcomes for customers? With this kite mark, I think obviously British standard is, is a very well-renowned and known standard. So it, it has an element of trust with it. And for us, it just takes it to the next level to know that the services that we deliver are also associated with that. And it has been recognised from British standards that that's what we're doing. Um, for us at SSCN, the, the confidence has came as generally we're associated just being a utility company and you know we've we've got to get the lights back on and we're engineering based but for us it's it's much more than that and the customer is at the center of our business and our processes are built around customers so the recognition from BSI to say that our processes are in place and in delivering that expected service to vulnerable customers and to be honest it's not just an expected service we, we want to go above and beyond and we're trying to show that within our processes so getting that recognition in the industry is it's just amazing really it's it makes us proud of what we do every day knowing that we're going above and beyond just wonder also you're one of the first organizations to go through this one of the first nine to go through the, to this pilot phase how does how does that make you feel 
very excited, um, especially being a distribution network operator um, ourselves in Spain. SP Energy Networks were one of the first two, both based in Scotland, so it just makes me even more prouder. <laughs> um, but I, I just think it's a really exciting time. The world is focusing so much more on what services that we offer vulnerable customers and utility companies we don't want to get left behind and want to lead the way forward. So re- really proud that we're one of the first two to get, first nine uh, to get the accreditation. As a final thought then, Louise, I'm just thinking around advice really. You know what, you've gone through this process yourself. It's making a difference to you as an organisation. What advice would you give to other organisations looking to start their own journeys to achieve this particular kite mark? Uh, my advice to anybody looking to achieve it is to get the literature for the kite mark and just start very relaxed to begin with, but start to see how your your processes, the work that you do, your interaction with customers tie into it. And don't be put off initially if you feel that you're you're not hitting the mark because part of the kite mark is improving and developing processes that will. So I would just say take the time, read it. Don't be overwhelmed because it is a big document and it can be easy to be. Um, um, and just get used to what you need to achieve from myself. I did a checklist so with each of the requirements. I've, I've got how do I believe that we deliver it and, and just start to review it. Um, and I would definitely say, and a big learning for us is just look at your processes, make sure it's clear and defined for your people that are using it. And at the center of it is your customer. You have been listening to Inclusive Service Kite Mark, a series from The Standard Show. Subscribe to The Standard Show now, wherever you get your podcasts. You just heard a stripped media production.